Do you want a break from the ads? Not really. I like them. You like them? No. Well, if you're not a freak like Anna, you can join our Patreon for $5 a month and get so many exclusive tings. Yes. Like ad-free episodes. Hell yeah. Exclusive voting power on, on one of the books we read a month. Democracy. Behind the scenes content. <gasps> and an exclusive secret Patreon secret podcast. The secret podcast. Called Ask Anna and Austin. Yes. Where Anna and Austin, which is me and Anna over here, answer questions that you ask us, the patrons. Yes, ask us things and, and we will give you the answers. <laughs> and we'll add Reddit questions because they're horrible in there. <laughs> I, yeah, truly. So go to our Patreon. It's in the description. Become a dear reader today. Get access to the content. And get our love and admiration forever. Hell yes. Also, fuel my coffee addiction. I'm a millennial. <laughs> this is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. morning and welcome back to reading isn't for kids a book club review show podcast where two grown adults read and review at children's chapter books and sometimes comics my name's austin and my name's anna and today we read chosen by our patrons yes baby sisters babysitter little sister number one Karen's Witch yes. by Anne M. Martin. Yeah. Coming to us from the, the year 1988. Yeah. Hell yeah. And we hit it. We, we start off right. We, we get into it. This is my first ever book I've read in this universe. Yes. So the Babysitter Club is the original series. This is the spinoff series. Um, so... Karen's stepsister, Christy, is like the main babysitter in the Babysitter's Club. And they have divorced parents. Yes. And I imagine that was a big deal. In the, yes. Right? Yeah. In 1988, being like, oh yeah, my parents are divorced and I enjoy my parents being divorced and it's not like, like I'm trying to get my parents back together because I'm sad about it. She's like, no. she, And She's she like, brings it up more in other books. Um, between like going between houses about how um, she likes she likes the different houses for different reasons she likes being at her dad's house because there's tons of kids to play with and they're always doing stuff and it's a huge house and it's a huge house and then sometimes she likes to be at her mom's because she just needs space and quiet where there's not so many kids it's just her and Andrew yeah because they have her stepmom has three kids Four. Four kids. And then her dad has her two kids. Yeah. Her and her brother. So, like, that. that's what... that It was weird reading this. Because besides all the positivity and happiness, that's what it was like. Like, I had... There was seven of us. Yeah. Six. There were six of us. Um, 
there was three from my stepmother side. There was a, they were twins, and then there was some a girl my sister's age, and then there was me and my sister, and then they had a child together. Yes, so there were six of us. So it was kind of similar to this. Yeah, Karen has except there was less abuse on the. It's weird. There was less abuse in this book than I was expecting. Her stepmom <laughs> is very very nice to her. I mean, she just treats her like one of the another kid, which is how it should be. I know. I'm just playing. <laughs> but it's jarring to see the difference because Karen is like a year older than Judy B. Jones. Yeah. And like Karen is just as like rambunctious and rowdy and like excitable and but it just feels a lot different and also her parents treat her a lot different than Judy B. Jones' parents treat her. Yeah, they actually like listen to her and they ask her questions. Yeah. And they don't like, they're not like fed up. They're only fed up with her when like it's like a, to a ridiculous point. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I mean, also, I mean, five to six, like five is kind of like when you spawn in. And then six kind of like it, you kind of like level up a little bit in your brain. So it would make sense that she's a little bit like more smart. You know what I mean? Right. Because she like makes plans and it's actually like plans. It's not like a fantasy. Right. Like she still has an overactive imagination. I feel like you can't stop looking at the bandaid on my face. I cannot stop looking <laughs> at the bandaid on your face. There's just a giant bluey bandaid on his chin. Okay, I got a zit. It's been I a know. stressful week. I know. And I never get zits. That's because I paid my in sixth, seventh, eighth grade I had so many zits. I had more zit than face. That's really gross it was but awful i relate but and it's like oh you wash your face i, I was i was even I, they you even, were you were probably drying your skin out that's just what they told me to do but you were probably drying it out and then causing more acne so that's not always the solution i just think that sometimes with puberty that I you mean, just yeah. can't stop it yeah besides sawing off your face or something great austin what? But yeah, so I got a zit on my chin, and it wouldn't pop, so I just stopped fucking with it. And then I we were watching She-Hulk, like good Americans, and I itched my chinny-chin-chin, chin, and it just fucking exploded. What are you shaking your head for? They can't hear that. No, but they feel it. Honey? Because th- this is in the encounter... In the Encounter Co. Extended Universe sure. podcast, they have heard you. Some of these lovely listeners have heard you talking about fucking Onyx. So, like, don't act like you're so high and mighty over there in your little chair and your cute little pants. Don't you dare. Cute little pants at my fucking my fucking jogger sweatpants that what, are way too big. I don't agree with many things Drake has done or has done or ever will do. Shut the but I the know one where thing you're going. that I, I agree with what he says. With. You know what he says, honey. It's when you're the prettiest. I hope that you don't take it wrong. Anyway, back to the book. Drake's not in here. No. Which would have been a funny book if Drake was like her best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Just adult Drake. <laughs> oh, what are your initial thoughts? Or was the... this This book... The cover 
immediately made me think that she is afraid of a lesbian. That's <laughs> oh my god, truly. <laughs> like that she's just like, oh my god, there's a gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's kind of like not that she's hateful or anything. She's not. She's not an Annie. Let's be real. Right. But like, I just that's what I was like. I don't know. And then like the witch part. And like at some points, I, I thought they were gonna get dark with it. Like they're gonna, she was gonna be like, "Oh, we need to burn the wit." You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. Just because it's the eighties, I wasn't sure what to expect. Right. I mean, they were saying wild shit then. I am digging her like eighties get up though. Which one? Karen. Karen. Yeah. Karen has the stupidest. It was like a llama jacket. It's got kittens on it. I'm pretty sure. Dude, don't don't go- if you Google this cover. Google the 1980s version because the 2018 version is awful. Oh, dude, this retailed for $2.95. Yeah. Yeah, so on the cover, she's like peering over like a shed looking at a woman, an older woman in all black with like short, fizzy hair picking herbs. And apparently that makes her a witch. Yes. Um, so that's what the whole book basically is, is, is her trying to catch her in the witch act. Yes. <laughs> and it's it starts out with with her um, talking about her two families. Like, we already went over that. Yep. And then it's like, you know, her going to mommy's, going to daddy's, excuse me. And she talks about how her, like, favorite is because of, what's her name, Christy? Christy, yes. Yeah, because Christy, like, and Christy's so nice to them christy is the babysitter and And is she like super nice in those books too yes yeah she like um christy is the head of the babysitters club where she gets like all of her friends to like start a babysitting business together yeah and she kind of just like heads it and yeah girl bosses it girl bosses it uh because then that's kind of like what chapter two is. We kind of talked just like her talking about her family dynamic and stuff. Because this is the first book. Uh-huh. So like they kind of got to set it up. Right. So I'm assuming they wrote this for, if those other books are for tweens. Yes. Those other books are for. This is for like. Elementary school. Like fifth grade-ish. Yeah. Um, or like fourth grade or whatever. Elementary. Yeah. Elementary But school. we find out the witch's name is Morbida Destiny, which sounds like a name I made up. In like her, a D and D game, her name is not Morbida Destiny. Her standing name on is the Mrs. Front, Porter. Standing on the front steps was Morbida Destiny's black cat, Midnight. Okay, her name is Mrs. Porter, and then Karen's like her real her witch name is Morbida <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> and her cat's name Midnight. I had Midnight. a cat named Midnight. He was a fucking asshole. He was an asshole. <laughs> he was. He's mean I cat. remember Midnight. He only liked my dad. I also like the cat noises in this book. Perow. <laughs> but Andrew and her both think that this lady's a witch. Yeah. Well, Andrew's also four. He should know better. <laughs> and uh, they also have a cat named Boo Boo. A fat cat named Boo Boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And then uh, what? What is the brother that's? The stepbrother that's a year older than her. His name's like David. David Michael. That's his name. <laughs> David Michael. He has like also three believes. lines, and one of them is ha ha. So I don't really. <laughs> it's know. fucking true. Because <laughs> her two, the two older ones are high schoolers. Yes, 
there's two high schoolers, Christy, David Michael, and then Karen and Andrew. Yeah. David Michael's eight. Yes. Yeah. And he's like a dick to her for no reason. Yeah, because he's just like the older sibling and they're Is super close it? in age. Yeah. I do. I have no idea. I do not know sibling dynamics besides what I've we seen. We had to establish this in like every <laughs> single episode. In case you well, guys like I, missed... I genuinely, I genuinely don't pick up on it though. Missed the Austin lore. <laughs> it's not me making a bit. I'm, I honestly don't put together sometimes. And I, I feel like that's sad. But anyway, the cat rings the doorbell and that's why they go over to... <laughs> The cat does not ring the doorbell. They hear the cat. She hears the cat meowing outside and she thinks it's boo-boo. So she's going to let it in and it's not boo-boo. And then she fucking screams because it's not boo-boo. It's midnight. It was midnight. I said in a low spooky voice. I'm going to start. Midnight. I'm going to start doing that when I do the podcast. Scream encounters. I'm going to be like, and you hear a creaky noise. Low spooky voice. <laughs> uh. But yeah, so then Christy's like, bro, dude, it's just a cat. You need to relax. There's no witch. Let's go to bed. So she takes them up because they're playing like a card game or something. Right. And then she takes them upstairs and Christy's like, I want you to read me a story. Karen. Karen, sorry. Oh, they were playing Old Maid. I forgot. Yeah. How the fuck do you play Old What? How do you play Old Maid? You've never played Old Maid? No. We'll have to play Old Maid. Oh, don't give me. That's hot. <laughs> it's called the tooth witch it's about a good witch who becomes the tooth fairy yes because christy's trying to be like there's not all witches are bad also at some point she mentions that she has an entire shelf that's dedicated to books about witches yeah witch lore witch lore and then they go to brush before before she tells a story she's like okay go brush your teeth and her and david like play a, f a a foam spitting game with their toothpaste yes so her david michael and andrew they like brush their teeth and try and get as much like toothpaste foam in their mouth as possible and they don't spit until like they all collectively spit at the same time to create the most amount of foam in the sink as possible which i feel like is a very sibling thing to do you just do dumb, weird shit together, and you don't tell anybody else about it. It's a nightmare. Because they're the only three who know that they do this. Because, like, yeah, they, then they, when if someone starts to walk in, they freak out. And yeah. And they clean it up. They clean it up. Because they're doing this because they want to fill the sink with foam. Yes. Which isn't even <laughs> inherently a bad thing to do. It's just a weird kid thing. And, like, I... And the reason I mention it is because it comes up like two or three times in this book. Uh, I'm pretty sure it comes up in more than this, just this book. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then Christy reads her a book that she has been read to so much she knows the words word for word. Yes. And then Christy gets up. And, like, she knows the routine that Karen needs. Yes. She knows, like, the nightlight and the door cracked a little bit. With, Christy doesn't even have to, Karen doesn't have to say anything, which I was just like, it's just nice. Mm -hmm. And this is where she, like, can't fall asleep. So she starts looking out the window and she falls asleep looking out the window. Yes. 
And what does she see when she... So well, she doesn't know she falls asleep. But. She dreams that um, Morbida Destiny or Mrs. Porter uh, like flies on a broom out of her window. And the cat is also on the broom flying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention... That Karen has been spying on her and has been specifically told by her dad she's not allowed to spy on people anymore. On the neighbors. <laughs> on the neighbors. What a wild thing. Which feels very sneaky peeky spying, but... She's good at it, though. She's good at it. Which I respect that. I don't respect the spying. I just respect being really good at it. Right. Because um, if you're going to do a crime... At least do it right. Be gay, do crime skits. Happy Pride Month. But like, Christy is keeps reminding her like, hey, you're not supposed to be spying on the neighbors. There's nothing wrong with her. Yeah. And that, that all leads up to her having that, that dream of her. Yes. And then she wakes up screaming. screaming and Christy comes to get her and she's like, what's going on? And they look out the window and there's nothing because there wasn't anything. Yeah. And Christy is like pretty patient for a 13 year old. And um, and is like not mad at her. She's, she's more like concerned. She thought she was hurt. Right. But she's fine. She just had a fucking lucid dream or something. <laughs> <laughs> and she keeps talking about goosebumps. Um, and then Christy's like, why don't you just come sleep with me and you can bring Donald Duck, Light, and Moosey. Moosey. Oh, I forgot. We forgot to also mention that she has a blanket called Tickly and she ripped it in half so that she could have a half at each of her parents' house. That's valid. It's a good reasoning. Oh, so then Karen goes outside and she's doing some more spying and her dad is doing gardening and he he's like oh we're gonna do flowers in the front yard and i'm thinking of doing a herb garden in the backyard he's like i should definitely ask mrs porter for advice because she has an herb garden and then she, uh karen overhears uh mrs porter talking uh but she only gets bits and pieces she says midnight there's a meeting. We need to be prepared. And then Karen tells Hanny about it. And Hanny's like, well, wasn't she just talking to her cat at midnight? And she's like, no. Midnight, like the hour. Because witches come out at midnight. She like convinces Hanny to dress up as witches. Yes. And th that's what they do. They play witches, don't they? Yes, they play witches, and they try and get Boo Boo to fly on the broom. And then they, they come up with a rhyme. Yes. Because they're convinced there's a witch meeting. Yes. And they come up with a rhyme. They're, like, trying to come up with a rhyme to say, because it's a spell, to, like, stop the witches. Yes. And they're, like, sitting on the edge of the yards do, talking about this, and then... Uh, Porter, Mrs. Porter comes out 
and like starts snipping stuff and it freaks them out. Yes. Um. So then Karen is like going on a watch and she's going to stay up until midnight. Yeah, and she like sets an alarm. <laughs> but does, I think she sets it for PM instead of AM. Yes. So it ends up not going off going off. And then um the next day um cars start pu- uh pulling up to Mrs. Porter's house at noon. And she's like uh, Hanny's right, you know. Before she learns there's boy witches. Oh, yes, there's boy witches called warlocks. <laughs> so that means there's going to be even more. Yes. She's like, there might be hundreds or thousands. <laughs> so then she runs to get Hanny. Hanny answers the door, and she's like, all right, Hanny, we got to go. And she's like, hang on, let me tell my parents where I'm going. And she's like, no time, and like drags her out of the house. <laughs> Looking for a new D&D podcast? Well, look no further. The Encounter Table is a D&D 5e comedy podcast about four unfortunate teens taken by an evil dark wizard and thrown into his own sick and twisted game of Dungeons and Dragons. New episodes come out every other Wednesday. But that's enough of me, though. Let's meet the cast and characters. Jordan Make as Clarissa Coldshore. I think we should do a team vote. Who thinks we should go get potions? Raise your hand, verbally. Verbally, raise your hand. <laughs> Luke Godfrey as Scott Travis. Yeah, be scared, bitch! Fuck, my voice just cracked so hard. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. America's DM, Mike Galato. Dex is like petting Who just fucking shit their pants? I swear. <laughs> Guys, I, I, I... Who was that? I, I, need to, I need to run off real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> no way. Did Otto actually just shit himself on himself. record? <laughs> Joe LaJoyce is Preston Adelin. I feel like I could die. <laughs> <laughs> and myself, Brandon Hall, as Dex Turner. We'll see you soon over at the encounter table. This one goes out to my stepson. Uh, we've been in the same vagina under different <laughs> circumstances. So uh, here it goes. Yeah. And then they show up to Mrs. Porter's house with the herbs in their pocket. And she says, we want to be a part of your meeting. And Mrs. Porter's like, really? Okay. And lets them in. But it, but she's also like, she's confused why everyone's showing up in cars and not brooms. Yes. <laughs> Which I thought was But funny. it's like their disguises. <laughs> And Mrs. Porter is equally as confused as to why that they're there in the first place. And they go in and she's shocked. She's like, these people all look normal. They're not dressed like witches and warlocks. (laughs) And then she goes, her and Hanny, 
are like holding hands and she goes she's shouting she's like hello i need to get everybody's attention and everybody looks <laughs> everybody looks at her and she's like i know who you people are you're witches and warlocks and they start doing their spell at first hanny starts crying yeah hanny starts crying because they're all like getting upset or like laughing at them like they're laughing or like some of them are offended and like <laughs> she's they're... like we'll tell our parents and we'll stop you from hurting everyone yeah they're like accusing them of like trying to hurt everybody and ruining the neighborhood and then karen hears a familiar voice hero of the witches will give them a smack <laughs> Hero the witches will give them a whack so they can't hurt us and they'll never come back. <laughs> and that familiar voice is Grandmama. Grandmama. Packet. Grandma Packet. It's Mommy's mother. Yep. And she's just like, de- like so embarrassed. Beat red, embarrassed. So she takes... But still not like... Like, she's angry, but she's not like ferociously being like mean or rude or like like she's not like blood red mad screaming dragging them out or anything yeah (laughs) even when she takes her home she's like this is the gardening club this is a gardening club meeting and she's like and you've just embarrassed me in front of the entire town and they're like why did you do this and she's like i was just trying to save our neighborhood and uh her dad and elizabeth were both like we told you not to spy we told you not to spy and you're in trouble for that she's like they're like but you're not in trouble as much because you thought you were doing a good thing yeah and then she and then she's like well elizabeth or is like all right we're gonna have to apologize to Mrs. Porter, and she's like, "Well, I already did. We already apologized there." She said, "No, I want you to do it. I want you to write her a letter." Yes, and of course, Karen is bawling and like sobbing. <laughs> and um, I think, <laughs> I think they end up going home at, at the end. I'm not sure if the weekend is over or if like yeah. Well, she writes the note, and she's still convinced that this lady's a witch. Yes. <laughs> Also, she says Mrs. Porter, and we never see like a like a partner. So I don't know if that's implying that like she's... Like a, a widower. Like she, old and a widow. Okay, an old goth widow. Yes. Because she dresses kind of like Morticia. What's not not from Adam Stanley, but the... Uh, I can't think of it. Doesn't Elvira? Matter. Yeah, kind of like, like a, a less revealing Elvira. And Elvira is not even that revealing, but like there's no cleavage or anything. But like that's kind of like the vibe I got from her, because like I saw her, I was like, that doesn't look like a witch. It just looks like a an an old an old lady. She just looks like an old lady. She actually looks like a cool lady to be a neighbor of, honestly. Right. I mean, she's Herbin. Herbin. She's a cat. She talks to proudly and loudly to, for the whole neighborhood to hear. <laughs> uh, and also, the whole point they didn't want to hurt the witches. They just wanted to get. They just wanted them to go. Yeah, they just wanted them to leave. <laughs> And um, and then she goes. She goes back to, um, she goes back to her mother's house. And as she's like 
driving away. She's like looking at the house. And she's like, I saw her fly away. <laughs> I gal get that witch. <laughs> and she put on a pilgrim hat and her eyes became flames. Shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. That was the first babysitter little sister collection. And there's not another witch book until like 16 or 17. So, And that one's titled, titled Karen's Little Witch. Yes. So Karen gets a little clone. I would love for these books by like 14, they just take a hard turn into sci-fi with like, but no explanation. Right. Like Karen is just suddenly on a spaceship <laughs> and has a fucking like gun. Amazing. That's great. Wouldn't it be? That'd be cool. That would be cool. That'd be fun. <laughs> and like Hanny's there, but she's just like, she's like, she's all of like the red shirts are just clones of Hanny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what'd you think? I mean, it was pretty good. It was a little boring, but not like in like a bad, bad like it was badly written. I don't know. Right. Like this, I'm definitely not the target audience, even when I was the age of this book. Right. And I don't think it's like a gender thing. I, I'm just, I'm just, that's just not the kind of stuff I, w- I like to read. I wasn't like an outdoors boy. And like she seems like an outdoors kid, and like I don't, I didn't really do spying, really. I had a lizard, right? Does that count? Does having a pet lizard count as being outside? <laughs> being an outdoor kid. Yeah, Austin. Those two are very comparable. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, we haven't slept much this week. We have not. Yeah, it's late in the evening and we're recording this and we like to we like to record this isn't like a hard thing or it just I don't know the chillins have been rambunctious wild so I mean it's summertime so and like we're in the midwest so we can't they can't really go outside because of uh, Canada's fires. Mm-hmm. And it's not too terrible here. Like, we don't need to wear masks out there or anything. But it's enough for it to, like, not be pleasant. It's hazy and, you know, they spend... I mean, they're already coughing and getting stuffed up. and Yeah. And then it's hot on top of that, so... And, like, Illinois hot is, like, fucking sitting in a bowl of chowder hot. So it's not like... A nice good old dry heat. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you got to put on swim trunks because you're swimming out there. And then we get bugs too. So Oh, the fucking bugs. The so. bugs. I mean, I liked this book. I read... Yeah, well, well you didn't tell me your thoughts. So. I read a majority of the series as a child, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I give it... I give it like a, like a 6 out of 10. I think I, I, think I would like the the babysitter one's better. They are a little more intriguing. Um, well, what made you choose this as one of your choices for the Patreon poll? Um, Cause they've, they, our patrons are like that one. <laughs> they picked it right away. I don't know if they, any of them read them or if they were just like, what the fuck's that? <laughs> yeah. So I read both the babysitter club and the babysitter little sister series. Um, when I was in, 
like elementary school i read babysitter club probably early early middle school so like think fifth sixth grade um and i don't know i remember really and i i liked them i thought they were fun i thought they were a little slice of lifey and it felt i don't know it just felt wholesome and i picked it uh because i had recently uh for probably a good part probably like a year i had thought that i lost the first like 30 books because i couldn't find them anywhere and i knew i had them and i had you know a majority of the books and then i had found them in a box probably less than a month ago so i'm like yes this needs to be added to the list of books hell yeah so what's your rating? Uh, I'm going to give this one... I'm also going to give this a 6 out of 10 because I know there's better ones out there. Yeah. There's one where it's it's a collaboration book written with Babysitter's Little Sister and Magic Treehouse where they go to the Titanic and they try and stop it from sinking. But they end up actually stopping it, but that causes a butterfly effect, which causes like nine eleven to happen eighteen times instead of once. Awesome. My eyeballs are fucking itchy. Don't blink at me like that. Uh, the next book we're reading <laughs> is an I. You know what? I let Christiana pick a comic for us to read next. What comic did you read? Because we're taking a break from The Walking Dead. Yes. I picked uh, Scott Pilgrim. I picked the Scott Pilgrim graphic novel. Yeah, which is looks like a manga, but it's not. It's not a manga. It's not. It's a graphic novel. And it, it was the first comic she's ever been like, I want to read those, so I immediately bought them on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not like just like she wants to read for the show because she's read other comics well, I, and stuff. But I had forgotten that it was even um, it was originally a the graphic novel series before it was a movie, um, and I had forgotten until I saw something about Scott Pilgrim, and I was like, "Oh, Scott Pilgrim!" I was like, "I haven't watched that in a while." I was like, "Wait, they have graphic novels. That would be great." <laughs> So yeah, that's what we're doing next. Expect that. And then the episode after will be another patron choice. They uh, We get uh, two this month. Yeah. Because we have a third posting this month, and I thought it'd be fun to give the patrons another choice. Yeah. So if you want to get in that, um, join our Patreon. At the, at the $5 level, you get access to exclusive behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, voting on upcoming episodes. Um, you also get an exclusive podcast called Ask Anna and Austin where we answer patron questions and then when we answer those we go to answering like we go to answering like reddit questions or like D, am i the asshole it's just like those like reddit videos you see like r slash advice <laughs> yeah or... on like tiktok it's basically what we're doing yeah uh and it's fun we kind of just give our opinions on it so yeah, and we're, we're trying to think of more fun content to do for you guys. So 
let us know if there's something you want to see us do that's a little outside of I mean within the realm but outside of the 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 current the current uh multiple choice I guess yeah and I uh, we would like to thank our patrons for this month we would like to thank uh, Nat and Kai yay for being lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash reading isn't for kids yay so keep up that up do you got any nice words to say to them so many nice words but I can't say them all or else I would be a nice thesaurus hell yeah um you want to follow us on twitter I, did that make sense yeah if you want to follow us on twitter we're at <laughs> i feel like you're at lying riff k pod i never lie to you we're at riff k pod um and if you want to f- join our discord it's called dispersed audio it's in the description there's places to talk about your favorite books the episode itself there's even a place to suggest book series to us that you want us to read um there's also you know that's just a shared discord with the other two shows on the dispersed audio wing of the Encounter Code Network, which is uh, So You Finally Watched, which is a movie show review podcast where uh, me and my our friend Matthew watch and review a movie that the other one hasn't seen. So like the last episode that just that went up this week was over uh, 1974's Mad Max because Matthew had never seen that Mad Max. Never seen Mad Max. And the one before that was Airplane because I'd never seen Airplane. And the one before that is when we don't talk about. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, and then and so yeah. <laughs> What's our other show? Our other show is the uh, flagship podcast called Grim Encounters, where we do encounters that are grim. Um, I play Mavis, um, a save envoy. Ooh, that is a bug. Yeah, it's a horror. It's a comedy horror actual play, <laughs> or in other words, it's campy. Campy. And they fight monsters, supernatural monsters, in modern day Chicago land world. Chicago land world. Chicago land. And I'm the chill master, so I do funny voices. So many funny voices, and I just do my normal Ooh. voice <sighs> because I'm lazy. Hell well, yeah! We're a part of the Encounter Core Network. That's good. Go go check out the other shows. Customer service, the encounter table. Yeah. Uh, don't tap the glass. Yes. More to come in the future. <gasps> and eventually, we'll have more guests on, guys. I know we we do honestly plan to have like Matthew and and Derek and Robert on for sure. Easy. We just got to do it. We record weird times during the week, so it's hard to get people involved when we. And like we already had Brandon on, but which I know was we, great. I know we also want to have like Luke and Z and yeah, we get people on here, have some fun. Um, be is sick. I am like, I'm not like physically tired. Does that make sense? Yes. I am phys- 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 physically tired. My mouth is very swollen, and it's very hard for me to talk right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, good thing this is a short episode. Okay, well, I guess we'll end it with a joke from Goofy Good Clean Jokes for Kids. Goofy, 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 goofy. Uh, written and illustrated by Bob Phillips. Uh. Uh, 
What do they call a butcher's dance? A butcher's dance? Uh-huh. I don't know. A meatball. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I don't have to explain it, guys. She gets it. I'm so proud of you. Dude, how do you, hey, 25 how, episodes <laughs> in or whatever we're at, you fucking finally get a joke. Hey, uh, how do you make a tissue dance? Come in it. You put a little boogie in it. Oh. <laughs> hey, if you don't get that one, it's because um, boogie... Um, is another way to describe uh, a way to dance. Isn't that a YouTuber? And a uh, and a uh, boogie is also like a booger from your nose. You can't just move your lips soundlessly at me. <laughs> I don't. I do not know who Miranda sings is. Stop referencing her because you didn't laugh at the joke. So stop bringing it back up. <laughs> oh, I need to get my clothes out of my car. Oh, and murder time right now? It's murder and, time out there. And my dubby cup. 